It's the Maddie Daddy, and you're listening to Stud for Stud. Tuesday night special. What's up, all you cool cats and kittens? It's the Maddie Daddy. And on Stud for Stud, today we're going to talk with the fallen angel, Zach Grayson. Talk a little wild cards. Without further ado, let's get it. All right, without further ado, the fallen angel, Zach Grayson. Zach, how we doing tonight? What's up, Maddie, Daddy? Doing good, excited to be on. Thanks for having me on, brother. Hell yeah. So, Zach, today we're going to be hitting up wild cards. Tell all the listeners what exactly a wild card is. Well, Matt, let me explain it to you this way, man. A wild card, I'm thinking, if I'm going to explain it in a metaphor, I'm at the blackjack table, okay? I've got $100 in. I've hit my blackjack, but the dealer is showing an ace, okay? Uh And at that point, i got to make a decision. Do I want to take even money, or do I want to try to double half up by saying that the dealer does not have blackjack too? So these wild cards tonight, man, are going to be the high-risk, high reward players, you know, they're not the sexy players, the Chris Godwins, the CMCs, but I believe that these players that we'll discuss at their current ADP will overperform their average draft position, and I think they're worth the risk. So I'm going to make my case on them, and I want to see what you think about it as well, brother. I love it, Angel. I love it. I cannot wait to break this down. So let's uh let's get after it. Wide receivers. All right, so got? my first wild card, man, is Mr. Mike Evans. All right, so I know we got some Chris Godwin truthers out there. It's a new offense. It's with Tom Brady. Can he live up to the hype? He's not under Bill Belichick anymore. Mm. But let me explain something to you, man. Josh Gordon, when he played on the Patriots, how many targets do you think he got a game? The big guy. Ooh. Uh, let's go with five. Nah, man. He averaged seven to eight targets per game, plus one to two targets per game in the red zone. I believe that Mike Evans, I'm not buying into the Gronk coming out of retirement, and he's going to take all the touchdown scores. We all saw what Gronk was last year. He hasn't played football for a year. He's lost weight. I think people are sleeping on Mike Evans right now. His average draft position is, oh my at, gosh. is at the 302, which is <laughs> not it's not sexy, right? You're paying you're paying top price for Mike Evans right now, but I think this offense is gonna score a lot of points. The defense is not that great. It's middle of the pack. Yeah. I'm buying in to Bruce Arians air raid offense, Mike Evans wild card, man. What do you think? Man. I can't hate it. Uh, definitely. So you're thinking wide receiver top five finish? Or are you thinking somebody? I think he's definitely being valued like a wide receiver too right now. Yeah. So if you look at average rankings on our ultimate draft kit, he's around wide receiver 13, 12-ish range, I believe. And I, I think he has the potential with this offense. God forbid if Godwin got hurt. I think the – Highest range of outcomes for Mike Evans, he could finish at a wide receiver five, you know, at, at best wow, case. Scenario. that's bold. 
But right. if it's a wild card, that's what you want. You want somebody who is going to, you know, take advantage. I think uh, I'm on to you about Mike Evans, top five, maybe. But at that ADP, you can't really beat it. Yep. 302, you said? 302, man. Ooh, that's sexy. You know, and the thing about him is, is like a lot of people are sleeping on Mike Evans, even the uh, fantasy footballers. They got him yeah. down as a bust. You don't hear much about him. Nope. And I just think the Chris Godwin hype is real. The the Gronk coming out of retirement hype is real. But what I want, man, is Tom Brady. He likes the big wide receivers. He targeted Josh Gordon. He targeted, you know, the other big wide receivers, Randy Moss. Uh, you know, I'm buying into Mike Evans on this. All right. My only thing that maybe Mike Evans might have to worry about is – just got to see what the Buccaneers' offensive line looks like. Mm-hmm. Like, are they going to be able to protect Brady where he can throw it deep? Absolutely, uh, yeah. I yep. mean, it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm not really sold on either running back for the Bucks, so that kind of scares me. And then if you, uh, it's just going to be an interesting year for the Brady Brady and the Bucks. It's all hype. So yeah, and I think there is a lot of hype around it, but there has been reports coming out of camp that Rojo has been fully dedicated this offseason. He actually moved in with his trainer. He's catching 300 balls a day. Oh. And I just I just think this offense is going to be good. My Tom Brady has something to prove without being with Belichick. And no one's talking about Mike Evans. I'm hoping his ADP drops. If you could trade for Mike Evans, if you're a win-now team, and, and if you have some draft picks, I would definitely trade a first – and a, a small piece for Mike Evans, 100%. Yeah, I mean, that's a solid receiver. I think he's only, what, 26, 27? 26. Dynasty. Oh, man. I would uh, I would definitely ride the wave. I definitely think he's a little underrated as well. But, yeah, I'm all in on Mike. All right. That was awesome. Let's, uh, let's hit the next one. All right. My next uh, fantasy wild card, I'm going to catch some heat from the Dynasty Double Deuce on this one. But I love him. The late bloomer himself, Devontae Parker, first-round pick. <laughs> first-round first pick, you know, had a slow start to the season. You know, he got behold by the Adam Gase himself. But as soon as Adam Gase left town, Devontae Parker started to shine. You know, I know we got the Preston Williams fans out there, that, the truthers. But let me break it down to you like this. When Preston Williams was on the field, the target share was about seven Preston Williams, six Preston Williams, seven Devontae Parker. So Fitzpatrick was spreading the ball around, and Devontae Parker had one game in the beginning of the season, I believe it was the second game. He got completely shut out. All right, that sucks. Locked up. Locked up, and that was against the New England Patriots, who had a outstanding defense last year. Number one, for sure. But if you remember, later on in the season, they Preston Williams got hurt, and Devontae Parker, you know, still was averaging about seven targets a game, seven to eight targets a game while Preston Williams was on the field. After Preston Williams went down, he started averaging about ten targets a game, finished as the wide receiver 11. His ADP right now, man, is the 609. So if you're thinking about a redraft league and you start RB heavy, he's ranked about 
wide receiver 24 on most rankings that I've seen. They've got a tough schedule to start the season, you know. So maybe Devontae Parker is um, one that you kind of pass up in drafts, but trade for after the third or fourth game, after they get the New England out of the way, you know, some of their tough games in the beginning of the season. But if you look at some of the upgrades that the Miami Dolphins did in the offseason, they got better RBs now, you know, I can't even remember the RB they were starting last year. Do you remember, Matt, like some – They had, what, Laird, Balage. Yeah, Laird. Dog can't shit. catch a pass, Balage. So yeah. they've they done some big moves in the offseason. They got Jordan Howard. They got Matt Breida, the pass catcher. I believe this running back core is going to be better, which means they're going to be in an area to score more points. They've also made some upgrades to their offensive line, which was also terrible last year. Uh, invested two first-round picks, actually, in a guard and a tackle for their I like it, Zach. Um, Defend your boy. This is it. You know, I just, I just believe that with no training camp or with no preseason games, two is going to probably sit out a few games, if not redshirt the entire year. Fitzmagic locks into one guy, and there is no reason from the experience that he had last year to not keep going what was working last year, right? Fitzmagic knows he's temporary. He's wanting to get a job for a backup somewhere. He's going to sling it. He's not afraid to sling it. I like Devontae Parker at this price range. I don't like his schedule in the beginning, but I believe in the talent. Devontae Parker – Ranked wide receiver 24. I think he could possibly do it again. He's not going to – he doesn't have the Mike Evans upside, but I believe if everything goes right and everything shows it was last year, and it should, Devontae Parker, he could t- finish as a top 14 wide receiver market. Wild card. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. I like Parker. His track record scares me. Just for the injury purpose, I know he's got it. First round pick out of Louisville. He's a he's an athlete. There's nothing against yeah. him. I just I worry about his health. I worry about what Fitzmagic does when you know they're zero and five. Just just the thought of Tua maybe coming in, and then what if he doesn't favor that style of play? You know, right now with Fitzpatrick, it sounds amazing, but I just not sure about the injury, and then. As I said, Tua, Tua coming in, I think changes things. So he's a fade for me. Who would you Who would you rather have in a redraft? Say, not even depending on ADP. Would you rather have Devontae Parker or Cortland Sutton? That's tough too. Uh, man, redraft. I think you gotta. That's tough. Man, I think I think I might go Sutton, man. Yeah, I just I don't want to give Parker the respect yet. I don't think he's, I don't think he's there. Uh, show me this year, and then yeah, his ADP will go up. But I don't think we're what you're paying for right now is worth the you know chance. Absolutely, you okay. got a Landry sitting out there who's done it every single year. Yeah, maybe not not a wide receiver one, but I think with the two tight end sets, there's going to be plenty to go around for a guy like Landry. You can get two rounds later. Absolutely. But uh, all all the way on Evans, not so much on Parker. 
But uh, now let's let's hit up those RBs, my favorite part, that juice. All right. Who you got here? The first RB I want to talk about, listen, I, I, I know this one's not very sexy, but let's just let's just hear me out for a second. First RB wild card I want to talk about is Darius Geis. Okay. I know uh-huh. he's got I know he's got noodles for knees. That's <laughs> probably the worst luck ever. He got hurt in the first preseason game of his rookie year. They invested high draft stock in him, um, high second round pick out of, you know, the Washington Redskins or whatever. How old is he? 22, I think, 23? 22, 23, running back out of LSU. So, you know, he's got skill. He was in a tough – he was dominant in college in a tough division. You know, the guy's 225 pounds, ran a 4.49. You know, when you you think about the Washington Redskins situation, right, I know – they invested um, a high second round pick, and uh, what what's his name? Gibson. Gibson, yeah. So and he's getting the Christian McCaffrey comp, but here's the deal: this guy is has the metrics to be a stud. All right, I don't believe that Adrian Peterson is going to make the roster this year. So it's oh gonna, my god, it's going to it's going to be the Geis Gibson show. And they need to see what they have in guys, okay? Because it's his third year, and they need to figure out what, what they're going to do with this guy. I think Haskins, you know, everything went wrong for Haskins last year. We saw flashes in Terry McLaurin. I see a lot of buzz coming up that Haskins is spending a lot of time working out with his wide receivers and with guys as well. I mean, for, for his 80p in the seventh round, the 705 is where they have him. You're possibly getting a starting running back. The Washington Redskins have the worst ranked defense. So with that, we know that this this offense is going to have to score points a lot. We know that guys can catch passes. He's he has that in his. He can do that. So he was drafted to be a three down back. I know he's got the noodle knees, but it's his third year. He's in the seventh round. You're getting a starting running back. He knows the system. He knows the coaches. He's had plenty of time to learn why he's injured. Darius Geis, 225-pound, pass-catching running back, 4-4-9, back out of LSU. Give me Darius Geis, wild card, high risk, high reward. What do you think? Geis is another one, man, Uh, just kind of that mold. I just Injuries just, to me, I feel like you get burned on them more than you you win. Uh, Geis – RBs in Washington right now are Gibson, Geis, AP, Peyton Barber, J.D. McKissick. You got a new coach coming in. You don't know what he's going to do with Geis. Yeah, Geis has the frame of a, you know, three-down back. I mean, if he just played, that's my biggest problem with them. Mm-hmm. And at the seventh round, I'm not sure I want to take a chance on somebody. I still think that's, you know, that A.J. Green range where it's just – I just I don't know. It's it's a fish and I don't like it. it smells bad. Um, <laughs> you know, guys. I mean, I've I'll buy low on him, sure. But would you just, pay a second round for guys? Oh hell yeah! Okay, this early in the uh, pr- you know season for sure. Um, yeah, I'd want him if I'm going to get him. I'd get him right at the beginning. But at the same time, another knee injury. I mean, in that all his injuries have been his knee. Mm-hmm. Scary. I mean, 
ah, just I don't want to pay up for him, man. But uh, who would you rather have, Darius Geis or Jordan Howard? Jordan Howard. And in a redraft and dynasty, both formats. I think so, man. Uh, he definitely might not have those pass catching chops, but I think Jordan Howard has a role in the NFL. I think he's, you know, averages five yards a carry. He's not a three down back, but he's going to get the goal line touches. Yeah, he got hurt last year, but other than that, he's been pretty consistent. You know what you're getting out of him. Granted, PPR leagues are different, but if I had to flex Geis or Jordan Howard on a week, I'm almost 100% going Jordan Howard. Right. Um, so, where's Antonio Gibson's ADP? I think. I mean, I think everybody's in love with him. I'm not sure if he's more than just a gadget guy, though. Just yeah. my opinion. Uh, I don't – maybe they're going to use him, but with the RBs they got, it looks like it's just going to get, you know, a little bit of everybody. Right. I don't know if J.D. McKissick is going to make the roster, what Gibson as a rookie is going to have an impact. So, guys could definitely – like you said, if AP gets – you know, let go, then hell yeah, they got faith in Darius Geis. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's bold, man. I'm not sure I'm on board, but that's why you're the man, the fallen angel, Zach Grayson. So who's next, Zach? All yeah, right, next wild card, running back. Now, listen, this man continues to get doubted every single year. I'm guilty of it as well when I was Big truce, big truce. <laughs> When I was first starting fantasy football, but I'm talking about the Saints didn't want him. They sent him packing. He joined the Baltimore Ravens that that, that great year it. with Lamar Jackson. I'm talking about Mark Ingram, baby. I love it. If you look at Mark Ingram, okay, for the past five years, okay, five years, the man has been great, not good. Great, okay? He's been either a RB1 or a high-end RB2. He's going back. Now, I know everyone's, you know, excited for uh, J.K. Dobbins. I'm excited for him, too. But I'm pumping the brakes. Mark Ingram is going to be the guy this year. This is a – they have come out and said they are a run-first team. Lamar Jackson, that great season that he had last year, mainly with his legs – He's MVP. been working. He's been working out all off season to develop the arm. They want to develop Lamar Jackson into a into a passer. Okay. Oh yeah. Don't want to get him hurt. They don't want to get him hurt. Like you know, um, his backup. Who is his backup? Oh, speaking of noodle legs, Robert Griffin the <laughs> third. Robert Griffin. <laughs> Golly. Oh. He was a, such a high a prospect. Yeah. They don't want him to turn into Robert Griffin, the fourth, right? Old bug ass. They're developing him as a passer. They're going – this defense is legit, and the offense is legit. So, who do you want on your team for a running back is a good offense and a good defense because if they're up, they're going to run the ball. Mark Ingram is the goal line guy. He's the guy for 2021. Don't mm. really love him in Dynasty if I'm not really in a win-now oh, kind man. of mode. I'm trading him for whatever I can get. I'm selling him high right now. But if I'm in win-now mode, oh yeah, I love Mark Ingram. His ADP right now is at the 405. 
spot. You know, you could start off your draft getting, uh, you know, one really good wide receiver, one really good running back. I'd feel great to have Mark Ingram as my RB2. Absolutely. 405, Mark Ingram, what do you say, Matt Daddy? Love it. The Daddy approves. I am Mark Ingram 100%. I want the Ravens in the Super Bowl. I want to see Lamar Jackson do it again. I think Ingram's Ingram's floor is like RB15. I think he's right there, same as last year. I don't see a difference. You got Gus Edwards. You got Dobbins. I feel like this offense is going to grow. Like you said, Lamar's not going to run as much. I think just that the whole team looks better. And I think uh, Ingram's just going to ball the, you know, ball out. Yep. It's a hundred percent, man. I'm all over Mark Ingram, especially at his cost. Win now team, go get him. Would you pay a first round pick and a second round pick for Mark Ingram right now? Ooh, if I'm win now? If you're win now. That's kind of a lot. I think I would. I think I if that was my missing piece, I'd do a first and yeah, I mean Can you get Mark a year from now first right now? Like, if you were a rebuilding team, would you sell Mark Ingram for a first, or would you be looking for more? A first. First would do it. Okay. Uh, I definitely think, man, the production's there. If you can sell a pick now and you have a year to get it back, but you can – I think these are the guys, these vets, you want to start the year off. You want a Mark Ingram. You hit the ground running those first four weeks. I think his value goes up. Right. I think the rookies started a little slower, especially without training camp. Somebody like Ingram, those first four weeks, he could just dominate. Uh, Dominate the whole year, I think. I think Dobbins will get worked in a little bit, but we'll see. They've got a lot of backs, and they leaned on Mark Ingram last year. So, definitely definitely a wild card, but I think he's worth every penny, especially if you're getting a high-end, you know, RB2, low-end RB1. Yes, sir. You got to take that guy. All right, we're wrapping it up. We're going to tight ends and quarterbacks, guys. Hope you all have enjoyed the show. Tight end, Hayden Hurst. All got right, the red hair extraordinaire, a.k.a. Thor. <laughs> Listen, it's been a tough road for Mr. Hayden Hurst. You Man. know, he, he was on the Baltimore Ravens, and he could just not come across or uh, overcome the connection that Mark Andrews had with Lamar Jackson. Great. They sent sent him off to Atlanta. Now, this is why I like Hayden Hurst for a a wild card. Austin Hooper, okay, shipped out of town, gets paid, goes to Cleveland. How many targets per game is up for grabs for Mr. Hayden Hurst? What do you think, Matt Daddy? I would say Hurst was into a big target share there. Eight. Nine, something like that. He the average target per game or average target per game that Austin Hooper was receiving on the team was eight targets per game. That's Hooper solid. finished as the tight end nine on this team. Okay. They have Hurst ranked at the tight end number twelve. So let's just look at the metrics between Austin Hooper and Hayden Hurst. Who do you think is faster? Oh, I know this. Hurst, hands down, he's the elite athlete, I think. Yeah, so Hooper ran a, runs a 4.72, has a better catch radius, 
or I'm sorry, Hooper runs a four seven two. Hurst runs a four six seven. Has a better catch radius, two hundred and fifty pounds. Eight targets, eight to nine targets up for grabs per game. This defense is not good. All right, nope. all those targets is not going to Julio. All of it's not going. I know they brought in Todd Gurley. They can't run the ball. Yep, I know they brought in Todd Gurley to you know they had Devontae Freeman last year and that other guy that I'm not buying. I'm not buying their run game or their defense. So I'm right there with you. You know, I think this team is going to have to throw the ball a lot. We know Julio is getting his. We know there's a lot of hype surrounding, um, you know, Calvin Ridley this year. But his ADP is like early eighth round. Okay. When you think about a tight end, and if you want to just completely punt the position, you know, go wide receiver heavy, go running back heavy. In the oh. earlier rounds, if you're thinking about a tight end that has top ten potential that you can get in the eighth round, man, I'm buying into Hayden Hurst. He's a better he's athlete. Perfect. He's a better athlete than Austin Hooper. There's targets up for grab. I know he battled with some injuries last year, but I think he has this, you know, off season to learn the playbook. And I'm buying into Mr. Hayden Hurst. Most people picked him up off the – if he's on your waiver wire in Dynasty, you're doing it wrong. Make sure you pick pick him up. What do you think about Hayden Hurst? Man, I think you're right. I think he's an elite athlete. He separates better than a lot of tight ends out there. That was from Matt Ryan himself. I think, uh, I think we're going to be shocked by just how good he is this year. A lot of hype. I think he's already kind of reaching those price points. But he is – if you had to tell me Gasecki or Hayden Hurst, I'm going Hayden Hurst. I think just the consistency with Matt Ryan, that offensive line is dookie. Uh, he's going to be there. He's going to be a slot receiver. He's going to go over the middle. He's going to do it all, man. Like you said, I have full endorsement of this guy. He is going to be a stud. Wild card. Hayden Hurst, write it down. That's right. Stood for stood wild card. Last but not least, old man Rivers. All right. I know you guys are oh, my back. Oh. What the heck? I'm oh, not talking about man. the wild card. Shut up. He's got like 60 kids. It's going to happen. I'm not Just talking about, about the wild man. man that has 60 kids. All right. I'm talking about the wild card of what Philip Rivers could be. Let me just throw this crazy stat out there, Matt Daddy. How many games do you think Rivers has missed in his career? That's tough. Uh, how many years we got? Like sixteen or something crazy. Uh, let's go with let's go with thirty. Let me let me share something with you, brother. Rivers has never missed a game. What? Never. Missed a game. Look it Somebody up. Fact check that. Look that it up on. Right. Look it up on uh, the the sleeper app, man. He's got sixteen games all the way down. The man is old, but the are you man... saying I'm getting consistency with old man Rivers? I'm saying that he is going to play sixteen games unless Ooh. his back is broken. This man. All right. What do you think, Jacoby Brissett finished as the QB last year? What did he finish? Ah, QB 17? No. So, he was – he didn't play the full season. He got hurt, but he finished as the 
QB 24. All right. How much better do you think Phillip Rivers is than Jacoby Brissett? Should be a lot. He should be a lot better. Jacoby Brissett looked terrible on film last year. Phillip Rivers right now is being drafted on the UDK as the quarterback 23. All right. If Jacoby Brissett finished as the QB 24 in like 15 games, I think Old Man Rivers, they've they've upgraded their weapons this year. They brought in Jonathan Taylor, the stud running back out of Wisconsin. They've got the best offensive line, probably the best offensive line that Rivers has ever played under. They got the pass catcher running back, Naeem Hines. You You know how Rivers likes to check it down to the running back. They've also invested in a new wide receiver, you know, early in in the first round. Um, what was his name? I forget. Oh, Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman Jr., right. Big body, you know, Mike Williams-type body wide receiver. They also got T.Y. Hilton there, you know, veteran himself, veteran. I like T.Y. this year. Man, but I'm thinking if you're going – if you're in a super flex league, his ADP right now is in, like, early 14th round. That's late. You know what I mean? That's like almost the last round, okay? So, I'm taking Rivers as my second quarterback. I'm not thinking twice about it. You know, if I can get – if I can invest in like a Kyler Murray, Murray earlier on and get Rivers as my QB2, possibly my QB3, you know, or if I'm, oh, a, yeah. win, if I'm a win-now team in, in Dynasty and I need another quarterback, I'm trading for – Phillip Rivers, um, I like this team. The defense, you know, it's middle of the road. They got a good schedule. They're playing Cincinnati a bunch. This is his shot. Like, he has – this is almost like the Brady effect in Tampa Bay, but better. Right. Rivers I like his, has the setup. Like He's got the weapons. He's got the line. You know, he's got a good schedule. I, I'm liking Rivers, and, and his ADP is 13-10 right now. So, if you think about, you know, him being ranked as the QB 24, I just think that's too low for Rivers. I think he could do better Absolutely. than that. I'm thinking, you know, he big range of outcome. He could finish as a top 16, top 17 quarterback. What, do you, what are you thinking about Rivers as a wild card? So, here's my take. I take Rivers over, over Goff. I take Rivers over Tannehill. I take Rivers over Kirk Cousins. Yeah, for sure. Rivers – is set up to succeed. I think the coach handpicked him, Frank Reich. Like you said, he's got the weapons. He's got the line. He's got the backfield. There's nothing that you can't like about Phillip Rivers. Yeah, he's old. He didn't look great last year, but he still finished, what, QB 24? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I think the weapons make the sometimes make the quarterback. And we know he's a game manager. We know he can sling it. I think he's – I mean, he could easily be QB 12 this year. No problem. I know they're going to run the ball a lot. You know, they have offensive line. They're going to run the ball a lot. But it's not – it's not going to – they're going to start stacking the box. Oh, they play Mack. in a dome. They're in a the dome. They got yep. a good head coach. This is a good team. Yep. I could. He's going to lead them to the playoffs. He's going to put up ridiculous stats. I mean, how do you not make them a Super Bowl contender? Their team Absolutely. is that good. Yep. I love Rivers. I, I would, you know, if I was a win now team, definitely a first. I'd even pay more 
If in a if, super flex league. Oh, absolutely. Right. Even redraft, I think he'll go high. But uh, yeah, Rivers to me, he's he's better than Jimmy G. He's probably better than Baker, better than Darnold. All those young guys. Oh yeah, I definitely I think, rather have him than all those players for sure. Oh, absolutely. I don't. I don't know about golf, but I I don't know. I don't know about golf, but I agree with every other quarterback you said. I just don't know what kind of offense we're going to get with the Rams. I don't know if they're going to switch up to more of a run-based offense. They're going to, you know, you don't know what you got there. And, you know, you know, golf can't handle pressure. And their offensive line is terrible. Right. Rivers doesn't have to worry about any of that. He's set up in the best, you know, possible situation, I think. Absolutely. Um, Zach, appreciate you coming on, brother, for Stud for Stud. Do any shout-outs you want to say or a little bit about yourself? Let all the fantasy community know what's up. Yeah, all right. Thanks for having me on, man. A uh, shout-out to my boys at the Dynasty Double Deuce. You know, fantasy football has been great for us. Uh, we love our Maddie Daddy. Maddie Trades is what we call them. But uh, <laughs> just keep listening in, guys. Um, I hope you hope all got something out of this. To wrap it up, the wild cards, Mike Evans, Parker, Geis, Mark Ingram, Hayden Hurst, and Old Man Rivers. Oh, my back. Oh, Phil. Old Philly. <laughs> Well, Zach, thank you for coming on, brother. Let's uh, hit this out and have a good night. You too, bud. Later. Time for a little deep thoughts, deep reflections, show wrap-up with the Maddie Daddy. We went over wild cards. Man, they're fun. They're exciting, man. But don't get only wild cards. It'll blow up on you. Trust me. So we had receivers, Mike Evans. Yeah. Devontae Parker, boo. Little receiver or running back action with Geis and Mark Ingram. Geis scares me. Ingram, solid. Hayden Hurst, Phillip Rivers, money in the bank market. Zach was a great part of the show today. Let's keep on with the good times and let's keep getting it. Y'all have a good night, guys.